Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Gallagher Shots podcast and YouTube channel and welcome back to episode 10 of Canny Chatter. We've made it to 10 episodes, can Double you believe figures. it? Double figures. Double figures, yeah. I know. And uh, yeah, it's a uh, long way we continue. It is the summer, so the talk is going to be a little bit less about Newcastle, although we are going to still touch on Newcastle, of course. Um, I'm Scott, I'm your host for this one. And this week, we're joined by Ian, we're joined by Daryl, who was stepping in for Joe, and welcome back. It's been too long <laughs> to Harry. Harry Where Hello? have you been? How are you doing? And are you looking forward to this week's episode? Um, to be honest with you, it feels like a bit of a necessity to come back. I've been just skiving for as long as possible because I think it's shit. So, but I'm back now just to like put my name in the ring again. But now I'm joking. I'm very, very happy to be back. Um, I've been working at stupid times, so I haven't been able to do any of the other canny chapters. But uh, yeah, happy that we're at 10 episodes. However, I think I've only ever been in three, but um, that's all right. Hopefully I'll get a lot more after this one. These shifts sort themselves out. Absolutely. Well, you're, it's good to have you back, mate. And uh, you've poured yourself a nice Guinness that we can all see, although the people listening at home won't be able to see. But uh, finished it. A nice, a nice Guinness Nitro, which you've already finished. Uh, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll crack on. Ian, mate, how are you? How was Glastonbury? Because obviously you were there. Um, and how was the sunburn? Um, I was there. If anyone follows me social medias, will know that I, I was posting daily. Um, it was, you know, what it is like people say, oh, like it's the best place on earth. And I'm thinking, like, mm, is it though? I went with like no expectations, but it blew me expectations out the water. If that makes sense, it was like absolutely unbelievable um like i'm wanting to go mains over and go back next year but it's like it's just like i can't describe how good it is it like it, it doesn't even seem like real 
like I've been like this time last week was the like the first day it opened, so we had been like walking around like did about eighty five million miles or something exploring the grounds, and it's it's over like that. So like when you're there, like you're just sort of trying to get it all in, but it doesn't actually hit you like because I've only ever mm. watched it on the telly. And I was just like, that's mad that, like, I was part of, like, when I seen the crowd for Elton John like, from the drone. Yeah. There's a hot air balloon footage as well. I think, like, that is a lot of people now, I was wondering. But um, sunburn, yeah, so the Saturday, Saturday was about a million degrees, and there was no cloud whatsoever. Um, and for all of those that know me, I've got, like, pretty much albino skin. Um, so I just have to think about the sun and I burn. Um, so all my nose is burned, my chin, which I've now come to realise, like proper massive chin, because that's all burned. Forehead's burned. I uh, got it. It doesn't look like it because I am, yeah, yeah, I'm still pale. And obviously, this is audio, so no one can see other than you three. But I, I do have a canny tan for me anyway. Um, but yeah, absolutely phenomenal. And what was the last question? Oh no, the last question was the sunburn. But uh, yeah, it was yeah, it was back to back to reality today. Back at work, and oh. I could, yeah, I couldn't have thought of anything worse because, like, we got back on Monday at about seven, left at about 10, so it took however long that is like nine hour drive. Um, so I knackered yesterday, but it's like the full week's just caught up with it. It's like absolutely shattered, yeah. But I do, I'd do it all again tomorrow, it's great, yeah. It looked well from your posts that you put online. Um, obviously on your Instagram and your Facebook, it looked like you had a good time. Um, obviously, I watched a lot of it on the telly, um, so a few things. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, it uh, it still doesn't seem like the sort of thing I would ever consider doing or going in a million years. So uh, hats off to you. There's loads of festivals on over here, um, quite close as well, so I could actually go home and sleep in my own bed, <laughs> and I still <laughs> don't know if I'd... In fact, there's a one across the road, like at the Olympic Stadium, next weekend. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, not really, not my cup of tea. Um, but anyways, Daryl, mate, welcome back. I think this is your fifth time. I think uh, so, now something like that. Covering yeah. for, for people. Now, I mean, you're covering for Joe this week and not Harry. Yeah, normally it's normally a Harry a Harry cover. But, um, you know, you, you don't get anything special when you reach three or six. You don't get hat-trick balls or double hat-trick oh, balls, you know. Fine. But uh, it's fine. Welcome back. How's your week been, mate? Um. Just busy with with work and life generally, and um, watched a bit of Glass and Re like you did on on TV from the comfort of my own home. Um, really enjoyed what I saw, um, and in terms of work, just been cracking on and living life, I suppose. Yeah, excellent. Well, we'll start like every other week with the icebreaker. Um, boys, have we been watching anything decent? playing anything decent, reading anything, listening to anything. Um, obviously, Ian, I'll come to you first, mate, because you've probably been listening to a lot of music, I would imagine, over the weekend. Um, but how about it? I have, indeed. Um, I got Signal as well, so, like, if if I wanted to, not that I would, because we're rebels and we're state. If anyone's a Father Ted fan, they'll get the reference. We came back at 10 past the 11. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, to be fair, we're... The first first two days while there was like there was no on really it was had up so everyone was on grounds. Seen example um, on the Thursday, which it was slightly disappointing because I had seen him in Ibiza ten years ago, which sounds like a mile away. Um, Did you not remember you? Well, well, funnily enough, um, he owes us some crisps. So 
had tweeted one time saying that I was reminiscing about he's setting a beater or something. And he tweeted us back saying, oh, come to one of my shows. But it was all down south. And I was like, I've got no money. Can you lend us a tenner? He's like, I'll lend you some crisps. Still waiting for them, example, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> but I saw, like, he only played, like, maybe three or four of his early songs. And then the rest of it, it was, like, really heavy garage. And it was for, like, and, like drum and bass. And it was more geared up for, like, all the pill heads there. So that wasn't that great. <laughs> Um, you see in Pillheads that sounds right up my street to be honest I do like a bit of fair. Um, <laughs> then oh we've seen Jamie Webster if anyone knows him oh, uh, Scouse Lad he's the basically he, he's the one that sings Fuck the Tories all the time at his concerts mm. um, oh, okay. that was in and around all the coked up sessions, which uh, was a bit a bit frightening so I just <laughs> stayed on the on the outskirts but he Jamie Webster honestly he was Pardon me. If anyone um, wants to give him a listen, he's really, really good. Incidentally, I only found out about him because he does... So, like, when Liverpool play European games, he does a thing called Boss Night, and it's a, like, like almost like a concert, but it's just full of, like, Liverpool songs, and he plays it on his acoustic guitar. And Joey found one of his videos on YouTube a couple of years ago, and I think it was, a, like, a Virgil van Dijk chant or the Bobby Firmino chant. And then because I was listening to that, it then came up with, like, his actual music. He's really, really good. Um, Arctic Monkeys were shite. Sorry if there's any Arctic Monkeys fans. Uh, Alex Turner is the just the biggest, like, most arrogant knobhead ever. So didn't like them. Um, Alton John was absolutely... And should I tell you who else was mint? Lizzo. So my mum seen her, like, three years ago at Glastonbury, and she was like, oh, there's, like, the, like a, a big... It's really good. I was like, man, that's not up my street. <laughs> I've literally never stopped dancing to hers. She was absolutely class. Um, and then obviously yesterday when I was on about Guns N' Roses, how like he's the the heroine and his age probably is not his Listening to him live, he's like being there, he sounded all right. Listening to him back, he genuinely sounds like Herbert the Pervert from Family Guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Listened to a lot of music. Even just walking around like little people that I've never heard of. It was just really, really easy listening stuff. Um, haven't read anything other than the the prices of pizza slices and burgers, which was extortionate. Um, yeah. That's and all hmm. haven't watched anything either. Mm, nice. Yeah, I watched because um, I've been busy. I watched, I watched a fair amount of Glastonbury over the weekend. Um, because it's on at like, because we get BBC One and BBC Two over here, so we couldn't do the iPlayer stuff because uh, unrelated, my VPN provider went bankrupt, so I don't have a VPN at the moment, so I am looking. Uh... And if anyone wants a sponsor, we're <laughs> get in touch because uh, we are looking for a sponsor for this show as well for, for next season. Um, but yeah, um, so I can't watch the iPlayer stuff, but I did manage to catch, um, I caught uh, Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, I agree. Really poor. Do you know what it is as well? I saw the Arctic Monkeys when they were when they were first starting out. They were cover. They were a warm up band for We Are Scientists. If you remember, oh that, yeah, 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 at yeah. the um the Carlin Academy in Newcastle, not the wow. O2s when it was the Carlin Academy. One of my mates at uni won a competition, and he, uh, we were in Middlesbrough. That's where I went to uni, and he was like, "I've won this competition. It's at the Carlin Academy, and it's like 
they must do like an arena a tour where they go around all the calling academies and yeah. it was Arctic Monkeys, We Are Scientists and Maximal Park. Oh, wow. They were the I'm three that were on. So it was a good gig. But he's like, but here's the best bit. We'll get these wristbands and it's unlimited free calling all night. Oh, wow. Back then when you're a student, you're like, yeah. free beer, isn't it? And yeah, calling right. was okay. And it was before this whole, you know, hipster IPA movement, which is uh, taken over the logger industry it's for shite. whatever reason. No, it's, yeah, like, it's awful. Um, toilet wipes. But uh, yeah, so they were really good there. And obviously it was all, well, it wasn't even first album. They didn't even have an album. They might have like mm. had an EP if we were lucky. But uh, yeah, um, they were like the unknown first band to come on. And then I think We, we Are Scientists came on and then it was Maximal Park. Um, so yeah, good all round. Um, I did watch Fred again. His set was outstandingly good. Um, and you it's on him. the BBC. Well, I've got tickets to go and see him in September now as well. I managed to get tickets. I do have a question, um, Scott. Yes. And I hope you can answer this for me. So I went to Leeds two years ago, right? And are the cold disclosure? Can't remember. Might be. I've yeah, not they're, a, they're a group, yeah. Yeah, right. I get being in that environment live, but it's not live music. It is live music, but you press buttons. And I want to know how people can enjoy it live. I know it's about your environment and your surroundings, but it's just strange. I agree. As someone who used to DJ back back in the day, I kind of get what you're saying because I think now DJs are cheating because they're not doing it with vinyl. They're not doing it. There's no skill involved. You can press a button on the laptop and it'll do it for you. But... The difference with Fred again is he actually does play. So he'll have, well, this this machine that I've got behind us with the, the 16 pads on it, it's called an, an MPC. Uh, it's like a music production center. You can load up instruments into it and play it like an instrument. Yeah. He does that live. He does the whole thing well, live. I saw that on the video. So I saw that he's, the playing, video. he's playing everything himself. So, yeah, to, I, I get what you're saying when it comes to like DJs, that sort of stuff. I'm the same. I don't really rate that thing unless you're in a, a nightclub and you're there you know but yeah. but with him he does the whole thing he plays the piano he, he, it's yes. all and also because I'm a bit of a music technology nerd because that's what my degree's in the whole way like he roots everything together through MIDI um, and he and he makes it all work together it, it that always interests me it's why I always liked um, Bill Bailey you ever watch Bill mm, Bailey oh, yeah, yeah. Like he does that he's exactly the same it's all rooted through yeah. different instruments and all through midi uh it's really really good um so yeah, yeah so oh fred again i saw obviously elton john thought probably the best uh best headline act i've seen since and i'm this might sound controversial and people might shoot us but since jay-z i thought jay-z was one of the best ones uh back when he did it a few years ago um and that was good and I also saw, uh, I've got GNR written down in my notes, and I was very tempted to say Great North Run. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is Guns N' Roses. Um, I agree. I think <sighs> Axel Rose, at times he sounded okay. Yeah, he did. He looked like he was about to burst a million blood vessels when he was trying to hit those high notes. Um, I'm amazed so, yeah. he still manages to reach them to this day, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> he's what, 62, I think he is? Yeah. He's running on that stage like a 15-year-old. And he looks um, like a 75-year-old, let's be honest. And he looks like a, yeah, I mean, he looks like a 75-year-old who's fell asleep next to a gas fire. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, so I was watching a bit of that. I also finished Ted Lasso. So I started that in the last episode. It took a week to do all three seasons. I uh, love that. Don't we'll say anything. Back to that. Uh, we'll come back to that in a later episode. You don't have Apple TV, that's a shame. No, 
No, I've just I've just bought this. I have oh, you've just, just got bought it. it. Nice. Yeah. yeah so I, I haven't watching it yet, but um, don't say a word. There's a a new mm-hmm. one we're looking to start called Silo or Silo, and that's supposed to be very good as well. Uh, so that's next on my list. Uh, and then I've been playing uh, a new game called Six Days in Fallujah, which is about the U.S. military trying to take over Iraq. Um, nice. Or was it Afghan? No, it's Iraq. Um, but the the difference with it is it's do you know what the term procedurally generated means so basically no. every time you oh, die yeah. the map is different every single right. time you die it just uh, generates the map completely different randomly using artificial intelligence so you kind of kind of go like go around a corner and then someone shoots you like okay i'll remember he's there because he won't mm-hmm. be next time because the corner won't be there because the rest of it won't be so it, it's really good but it's like more like a simulation the sounds really good. It, it's it's yeah. I mean it it's it's early access, but it's there. And I've been playing a game called Only Up, which was ten quid on Steam. And basically, you've got to get as high as you can on this. Like it's like just climbing, but it's yeah, it's so. I think I've seen it on Twitter where people are raging because people get so high. Yeah. And the part is, I saw on Twitter there's like a a pizza or something. And this pizza okay. does everyone in because they try and jump. But the pizza disappears, and then they fall through the pizza, or something like that. Um, mm. That looks not for yeah. me because I cannot handle it, the stress. In my death, if, can't if you, take any more batterings. If you fall off, you just pretty much always nearly end up right at the bottom. So you could be like 30, 40 minutes climbing up this thing, and then you drop to the bottom, and it's like I'm not that doing remains, that again. That reminds sounds, me of something. Sounds like Doodle Jump. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly what I was going <laughs> to say. It sounds like Doodle Jump. It is a bit we, like Doodle Jump. Yeah, we yeah uh, we downloaded that for Joey for when we took one holiday just to because you can still play on like games and stuff uh, just with mm-hmm. a, a being a four hour flight, and I ended up taking it off him to have a go, and I was getting <laughs> so like so pissed <laughs> off because I was getting to a certain point, and then like the same thing would happen or like Joey would tap us or something, and because it's all like, like <laughs> yeah, so. Motion it to motion base, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. Games like that are so good when they're so simple. Like yeah. now, yeah. like it almost winds me up like the amount of like adverts you get on games and stuff. Like I remember when I first got my iPod touch, which I can't remember the year. But I remember like Angry Birds, it was bin toss where you had to throw the bit of paper in the bin. Aye. Yep. And there was a fanny either side and you had to like time it correctly. <laughs> uh Tiny Wings. Uh, which Slappy is where Bird, you remember that? Like, oh, that was sensational. I wish I wish that Temple was still a thing. I loved it. Temple Run, Temple unbelievable. Run well. <laughs> fantastic. So, tip for you, Harry, and a tip for anyone listening: if you're sick of adverts in your games, turn on airplane mode on your phone. Yeah, ah. like, the, the ads can't load because you've got no internet. Or Very turn good. off your turn off your four G. You're like your cellular data, so you can still receive a phone call if you need. You still receive a text, but you've got no internet, so the the, the games don't load ads because I used to play because obviously I've mentioned in the past I travelled a lot with work I used to play a lot of mobile games on my phone and on flights and then I'd remember like a couple of weeks later oh I'm, I'm bored I'll play this game it's like where's this ad come from why is there an ad I'd never had an ad before and then I twerked I was like oh it's because I'm on airplane mode and the ad kind of because it downloads yeah. the ad for it right so yeah so yeah little tip for decent. anyone listening probably, everyone probably already knows that it's probably well remember Quop what? Quop the running game where like Q did his like right knee and then like it, yeah. you, I got like three meters that was my record it was, <laughs> so it was the most uh, it was horrendous uh, Harry mate right. what have you been I mean, playing watching and listening to 
and it's been a while, hasn't it? So I don't know how to keep it. Has, it yeah, so how long's your list? I know you've uh, <laughs> I know you've touched on something there already. Um obviously I went to go see him on the Friday night. I don't want to talk about it for long because I'm fucking pissed off about some uh, about the Saturday. Fucking winds me up. Um that honestly boils me pissed because the worst thing is, right, I'm gonna to touch it just quickly, right? The worst thing is, I thought, right, I was in town having a drink on the Saturday. I thought, I'll go up with my mate to listen to Local Hero and the Champions League anthem from outside the stadium. Because I never get the chance to listen to Local Hero from outside the stadium. If that makes sense, I'm always in the ground. Um, so I was like, I want to experience that. And then a steward comes up and says to me, mate, I've got one ticket for 40 quid if you want to go in. My mate takes a ticket, goes in, and then I see all over Ditches Twitter. Ditches you. Oh, Ditches you. Brian Johnson. I was fuming. Don't get us wrong, I was there to see Sam Fender. I went to see Sam Fender. No disrespect to Sam Fender's brother, but he can mm. fuck off. <laughs> what is going on there? What is going on? Anyway, that's that. <laughs> Happy days. Don't sort you it. Also, You're a brilliant Also, son. Harry, you also mm. got to meet me in person and share a few bevies with me on the Friday. Oh, you you don't that. even remember that, don't you? Yeah. No, Cheers. I didn't forget about that, but I loved your shirt, though. Your little uh, Armani shirt was quite sexy, so uh, that was nice. Um, and the weather was good, to be fair. But um, I did also see, for anyone that's ever listened to Have a Word podcast, I went to go see them live. And they did like a live podcast show in Newcastle. And sensational. Honestly, if you need to kill two hours, just listen to Have a Word. They're the only people, besides Gallagher Shot, when they first started their Patreon, that I'd actually pay money to. So I paid money to to have a word because you get like so many like videos and extra episodes and things like that. Mm. But they're just so funny, like because it's all comedians, and to make another comedian laugh, you have to be funny, mm. and it's absolutely brilliant. Honestly, it was one of the most fantastic things I've been to live. Proper belly laughing. Um, this is me trying to keep it short. This is it's not being for very anyone, short. For at anyone all. listening, wait until oh. you've listened to this podcast before you go on to that one. Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't turn uh, us off. Yeah, I recommend have a word is better, like, don't get us wrong. But stay on this one just for a bit longer. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah. I'm joking. Stay on this one. It's good. <laughs> How dare you? Um, we've got better mm. accents as well than spitting all over his phone because they're all scouts. Um, <laughs> there's also Apple TV. Just bought it. I've been watching The Crowded Room uh, with Tom Holland in it. And it's got That's loads of... for me. It's got loads of shit reviews. But it is fantastic. I absolutely love it. The problem I've got, and if you haven't started watching it yet, don't wait until all the episodes come out because every episode is left on a, but what if? Eh? What's that? So then you have to be like, oh, I'll wait until next Friday to watch it again. Um, so just wait until it's all out and binge it because we binge the first three episodes and then we'll have to wait for like Friday, Friday, Friday. Um, but that is fantastic. So don't go on, Scott, sorry. 
that's the one thing with Apple TV. They don't just release everything at once like Netflix. You've got mm. to like, it's like old school TV where you've got to, I say old school TV, it's like normal TV where you've got to wait for the next episode to come out. And it's like you say, Harry, it's like every week. Um, I'm happy I bought it. I think I want to watch, uh, there's like a few things on there that are really good. Um, Greyhound, which I think was like the first ever kind of feature film on Apple TV when it was first released with Tom Hankson. Um, yep. That's right on my street. Something war something like a war film. Um, in plain, um, absolutely not, which is surprising for me because that's all I ever really seem to have as a hobby is game and go to Newcastle matches. Um, but nothing. FIFA's mm. dead in the water. So I've just thought, you know what? The weather's nice. I'm going to go and uh, explore grass in the world and be surprised when I see a bee fly across my face rather than see a bee on Minecraft fly across my face. But no, yeah, that's uh, about all I've been doing in that short period of time. I mean, I could speak a lot more about other stuff, but you'd be here forever. <laughs> um, Slow Horses on Apple TV. I brought it up in one of the earlier episodes. Can you try to get that watched? That's really good. What are you doing? I will do. Um, well, you don't have to. I mean, it's a recommendation. I'm not going to I always feel like I need to rewatch something. Oh, uh, in between us, watch it again. Everyone, just watch it again. Even if you've seen it a week ago, watch it again. It is the most easy going, the, one of the greatest comedies ever because it's just so precise to exactly how like school life was. It is brilliant. Watch it all again. It's fantastic. Nice. Daryl, mate, we'll move on to you. Same question. Well, watching, can, listening, playing, reading. Yeah, what have you been doing? I, I can be relatively short on this. So, in, in terms of watching stuff, um, you know, bits of grass and reading. You know what it's about grass and reading? It sort of reminded me of music that I haven't listened to for a long time and I needed to start listening to again. So, the likes of Yet Elton's and even Blondie. I thought Blondie, yeah. I know Debbie Harry's the age that she is and blah, 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 but it's still Blondie and you still got to see them live, performing live. It's great. Did you um, not think she looked a bit like Joanna Lumley? Yeah. When she first came out, I was like, I had a double take of her appearance when she came out for the first time. I was like, what's she, what's she wearing on her face? It's like them glasses that she had on were just like... Or like a cross between Joanna Lumley and Lady Gaga. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously watching um, Foos on Friday, which was quite good. Really enjoyed that. Um, and when Guns N' Roses finished on Saturday night, I flicked over because I was watching through iPlayer and I flicked over and saw the, the very end of uh, Fatboy Slim's set. So I've downloaded a few things to listen to again on BBC Sounds when I'm out on the bike. Um, and his set is one of them. And I think I've also got, um, what was the lad that you were saying about, Scott? Um, Fred, 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 again. Fred again. I've downloaded his to listen to as well when I'm out and about. Um, there was watching... one person I missed, actually. Do you know who was good? Cat Stevens. I saw his yeah. set. Yeah. Really, really good. I, I'll tell you who um... else I've um, downloaded to listen to is Rick Astley's set. His was Yeah, honest. that was good as well. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I, had, I didn't go and see him because it was like he was on at 12 and what out like so what had, because of where we were he had to leave like at least an hour to get there and then walk to the stages and mm -hmm. find a spot so it would have been out from like half 10 11 till I think Guns N' Roses finished at like well after 11 so it would have been a yeah. long day but his set really really good um and in terms of watching um I'll tell you what I've watched. I've watched the new Full Monty series on Disney+. Plus. Um, I thought oh, that right, was yeah. really good. I thought that was really good. And, you know, you, you, what I would say to anybody who goes on to watch it is don't expect it to be like the film. The film is the film, and it can't be repeated. 
it's quite a nice gentle continuation of the story and it's got its comedy elements to it and it, it is really really good i really enjoyed it um there was something else i was going to say i've been watching i can't remember what it was um well it might come back to us later and we'll, we'll bring it up again but uh yeah so in terms of playing very stupid i can see it on my tv screen now i've been playing a little in-house game on the xbox called golf with your friends and it's just a, basically a mini golf game. It's just a little thing to do when I've got five minutes. It's just to have a little round of mini golf. Um, there's, a, um, there's a VR version of that, which apparently is very oh, is good. Because oh, you can pick I the ball imagine. up and throw it off, your, off the other people that are there <laughs> um, and do all sorts of it, yeah. But yeah, other than that, um, not a lot, really. Okay, no worries. Well, that moves us on quite nicely to today's topics and today's topics for anyone wanting to know in advance we're going to be doing three um first one we're going to talk about newcastle united and it's about next season and what would we define as a successful season next season uh this week's scranny chatter is all about breakfast um and then we'll finish with our favorite sporting tv show movies or documentaries uh that we've had so boys we'll move on to the first topic and like i've mentioned there newcastle united premier league champions league fa cup league cup four competitions and let's also include the transfer window a little bit maybe it's not you know we're not itks here we don't claim to know anything but daryl mate we'll stick with you Mm -hmm. if you could split it into the four competitions plus the transfer window what would you classify as looking back at this time next year oh Mm -hmm. that was a successful season that what would be your goals to hit right so in terms of transfer window that's that's the easiest one to come up with I think to be fair and I'm not going to go obviously we've said we're not ITK so we're not going through names of players and things like that but we'll go through positions it's easy to go through the positions Tonali what a fucking signing yeah by the way even though he's not, but he is. Um, but yeah, um, so the inclusion of him, I've had to try and do a bit of research on him anyway because my knowledge of European football has sort of diminished since we weren't, you know, since we've had to endure 15 years of Mike Ashley and only dream about signing certain qualities of players. And now that we're putting in these bids and getting players over the line of that quality, it's just unreal to me. Um, but yeah, so we, we've got we've got another central midfielder, which is really important to the squad and to the team because it gives us that depth and it also gives us even though he's as young as he is it gives us some Champions League experience, he's got Champions League experience and that's exactly what we need in the middle of the park Um, I think that we may still go in for another midfielder, certainly more defensive minded one Um, I know that um, is it Sobjlai, he's more of an attacking winger type player so if he's if he does come over the line, then that's fair enough. But I think we'll probably be in for another type of player for that position as well. I think we'll also be looking at an understudy for Wilson and Isaac in the centre forward department. And I also think that we we'll, might even look at an understudy at centre back as well because we don't know who's going to leave yet. There's still rumours doing the rounds, and we know that certain players' contracts are up, um, yeah. and there's still players to come back into the club off loan who unfortunately in some cases will still be hanging around Jeff Hendrick um, <laughs> so there's, there's certain things that we need to deal with there's still a few bits of 
dead wood in inverted commas that nobody can see because we're not on on video here but um there's some dead wood that needs to go um in terms of the goalkeeping department i think we might actually be okay i think it'd be down to eddie to convince the little clutch of keepers that we've got that they'll they'll get game time because that's what a goalkeeper wants really isn't it and i think we haven't really heard anything. Apparently, enough. I was put out to Loris Carius, and whether or not he signs that or takes it takes his on um, remains to be seen. But I think that will probably be all right. I think Dubravka mm. should be comfortable in the fact, at least, that he should get some game time this season because we're fighting on four competitions. Yeah. Um, again, like yeah, so an understudy at centre back, another defensive minded midfielder, maybe, and then an understudy. For Wilson, he's acting yeah. in a wide, a wide forward sort of player as well. So maybe it's five or six to come in. My worry on Carius, um, and this is strictly on based on Football Manager and nothing else. I've obviously been, I am going to be doing the next season over the summer as a, as a Football Manager video. So I've been playing around with getting the game up to to today, uh, or, or recent times. You try and renew Carius's contract, and because he hasn't played. Mm. many or any games and especially not on an international level he doesn't get a work permit and you can't mm. renew his contract no matter how many times you appeal it no matter how many times you try and do it just doesn't get one i don't know if that relates in real life it probably doesn't but mm. that might have some bearing on who stays and who goes in the goalkeeping department it That's might also true. be why carl dollar hasn't moved on um mm. as you know, as soon as we probably thought. Anyway, sorry, you can uh, continue with the rest of it. Um, and I should also mention that it'll be interesting. Like the, the the key thing that we need to remember in terms of the transfer market is we have certain quotas that we need to fill for the Champions League and for the Premier League. Champions League in particular is the important one because you need to have a certain amount of players who've trained at your classes trained at the club. Yeah. So it's coming through the academy. Basically, you need academy graduates, which is probably why we've seen Paul Dummett's contract be mm-hmm. offered an extra year in Gillespie etc because they can then fill that quota because they came through the academy um, so moving on from there in, in terms of I'll, I'll bandy the cups together here um, and obviously we made a cup final last season domestic cups I should say we made a domestic yeah. cup final last season went to the league cup final in, in February there um, for me a good run I'm not necessarily going to say to a final final would be lovely we all would agree on that but I think you're looking at latter stages. You're looking at semi quarter semi final run in each competition. Whether or not we achieve that in both, I don't know. But to be, in, be able to potentially do it in one, very good. Um, and in terms of the Champions League, for me, because we haven't had the draw yet and we don't know, hmm. the important thing for me is I want a group that we can compete in and have a chance of getting out of as well. Um. It would be great to play all the big boys early on and get them all out of the way, but the chances of you getting out of a group with them in is tough. It's very yeah. slim. Um, and, yeah, I'd, I'd like to think we could maybe do all right in the group, finish second, even finish second in the group. I'm not even going to put a, a, a thing on the line to say we'll finish top of a group. To finish second in the group and to go through into the knockout stages would be fantastic for us. And also, it's not the end of the world if we finish third because we could potentially drop down into the Europa League for the second half of the season. So it, it, yep. there's potentials there. I don't want it to be embarrassed. That's my biggest concern. Yeah. Because we are relatively not, you know, it's been 20 years since we last played in the competition. We are novices in this now. We are the newcomers and it's going to be a wake-up call for quite a lot of the squad. Like I say, relating back to the transfers, it's important that we have a squad that's got some Champions League experience in it. Yeah. Um. So for me, if we can get out of the group 
at least into the knockout stages, I'd be happy. Um, and then we can use that momentum to to build it, like I say, into the league position. The yep. important thing about the league this coming season is it's top five for Champions League now, in, in terms of the the qualification for for the season after next. Um, I'd like to think we'll finish within the top six, seven. I'm not going to put a definitive number on it because I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know. I didn't know this was going to happen yeah. last season, so I can't say for definite it's going to be exactly. where it's in the top six or seven it's going to be. But I would like to think that we will have enough to finish in the top six or seven and we'll have more European football season after. Does anyone know if the fifth place is directly in the Champions League or do they go to the, the qualifying stages? Is it a qualifier? That's, that's fine. I'll take that. I mean, yeah, it's still Champions League. Uh, Harry, mate. What's your ideas on success for next season? Um, it is a tough question, I think. I've never, ever been in this situation, ever, with European... Wait, when I was very young, we are in European football and things like that, but I've had a bit of a think. I'd like this... For the Champions League, I want it to be a, a good experience, no matter what happens. I'd love to get a big boy in the group, like I just would, like... Yes, you'd like to see us progress, but at this stage, is it realistic for us to get to the semis or the quarters of the Champions League or the final? Probably not, let's be realistic. So it'd just be nice to challenge us against some real good teams like Real Madrid, like the most successful team. you got your teams like that. So I think it depends. It's strange because we don't have good depth, really, do we? I'm really just thinking about this off the top of my head now. Like We don't have fantastic depth in terms of quality. You've still got Dan Burn at left back, which won't board well when you've got a stupid right winger running at him. Um Junior. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's gonna be absolutely disgusting. Um but then I think we'll finish well no, I I think I'd be okay if we finish top ten in the Premier League. Because yeah. I think it's it, it's gonna catch a lot of people out. I don't think it's gonna catch how out. I think how can tell already what it's going to be and you can see us with Bruno Sintanali like if that man comes into this team I don't know a lot about him but the way that people talk about him and he's 23 years old and things like this it's unbelievable that we're looking for a player like that the players that we've even just been linked with like I remember I, I always get so excited about any link like when I was younger I'd be like oh we're linked with him and then I'd be like this is amazing but now we're getting like links and then like agents talking to these like players and things like that and our scouting team. Um, I'm not going to go too much down the transfer route. I mean, I think, I think Harry Kane would be a good understudy for for Isaac. <laughs> I think if we, if we had him in, um, An eighty million understudy do, is uh, yeah, is Real Madrid and not Madrid. Bayern Munich have just eight, eight for him. million just to bring him in and, and make sure he can't beat Shearer's record. Way I, <laughs> no, well, he won't. He won't. He, if he learns off Isaac, though, I mean, he'll he'll absolutely fly. Harry Kane He's still uh, <laughs> still a young young boy, isn't he? Um, no, but realistically, I'd love to see uh, Almiron out of the starting lineup, Dan Byrne out of the starting lineup, and that is it. And that's a bit harsh, but you have the need to just disappear out of the starting lineup. Um, it'd be also interesting to see if we bring in so that uh, Sabozlaib, who he kind of plays as that well, like a number ten and a winger. Is that uh, he's also been linked with Liverpool today? Um, does Maxi start? I don't really know. It's it's really is just guesswork. I think this is I've never I've never been in this situation before, and you guys haven't been in this situation for fucking ages. Um, in terms of cups, I think Daryl's spot on. 
I think you've I've got a lot of faith in us getting to quarters semis um in either. Um I'd love to see see us go further in the FA Cup this year. Um because yeah. it wasn't fantastic. We've never been fantastic in that, to be honest. Um so it would be it'd be nice to see us um, kind of progress into that a little bit more and I do actually have a question on the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. If Newcastle obviously were to get the semi final, I'm not a fan of it being held at Wembley. I think no, that can I, get in the bin. No, I, no, I don't like it at Wembley either. But if it is at Wembley, you only have one chance to go. Mm. In the, would you go to the semi final or would you try and hold out and go to the final? If I had a You'll ticket go. for the match, I would go. Oh. But I wouldn't go like I went. For the, yeah, for the final. Well, that's to, what I'm saying. To go, I'm, I'm saying to go and do the whole Trafalgar Square someone, thing, yeah. If someone, gives, if someone gives you a ticket, and oh, yeah, it's cool. like, this is, this, is, no, but this is hypothetical, though, I'm saying. If someone gives mm. you a ticket that says semi-finals or final, do you go to the semi-final just to go oh, to right, Wembley okay. again? Or do you try and hold out and go to the final? Because I think I just hold out and go to the final. Always final. Always final, yeah, final. yeah, final. yeah absolutely. Because then, if you because if you win that, because if you win the semi final game, you're like, shit, I wish I'd kept this ticket for the next game. Uh, yeah, if you win yeah. the final, you're like, get in, we've won the final, and I was there. So, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a no brainer for me. That's why. I, that's why I don't like it. It's uh, especially, and I don't want to be like, oh, the Newcastle is so far away, and we're all working mm. class, things like that. But it is going to be expensive if you want to go to the semi final and the final. Yeah. So I think it should just be held where it's like. Two legs, one at your stadium, one at the other stadium. The other oh, even just the final. a neutral stadium, yeah, like it used to just, do. Yeah. yeah, it's just a neutral ground, like it used to be. I mean, we had what was it, Old Trafford in '99. True, uh, we true. And why don't, you know, we, why we don't they use the Millennium running. Stadium anymore in Cardiff? That was always a. It's a good stadium. Well, that, Obviously, it was, it's in it Cardiff. Was more of a, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was more just the temporary home while they were doing Wembley, wasn't it? That's why it was used. That's a good, um, good place. I mean. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it needs to be a neutral ground. And I mean, the the size of some of the stadiums that, that we've got now, I mean, look at all the ones that have been developed. So, I mean, Old Trafford's bigger than it was when we were last in a semi-final there. Anfield's going to be huge soon enough. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, so will Man City's ground one there. Tottenham, Tottenham and Arsenal. Tottenham's, Arsenal's, you know, yeah. The options are there, and I hope that I mean, decision's taken sooner than later. Is there a reason why the semis aren't... I mean, they're over two... It's not two legs, is it? Is that the reason no, why it's, it's not at a neutral it's, ground? It's it's, it's not, not at a club's ground. It's not over two legs. It well, it never really has been for the FA Cup. Because it's FA Cup, yeah. Because it's FA Cup. And it hasn't been at a neutral ground because I think they're trying to get as much revenue for to pay off Wembley as yeah. they can, which is why it's they're, they're pushing everything through Wembley. Mm. Oh. Bastards. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Ian, mate, we'll come to you for your opinions on success for next season. Um, so, I think context is massively important. Um, so, last season, uh, and it's very much what Chris was saying on um, All the Smiling Faces on Monday, it, take nothing away from what we've achieved to get there, because I think we were absolutely brilliant last season, but there were yeah. a number of clubs that massively underperformed um, for the most part of the season. You could argue, I know, man, you finished above her, but for the sort of first quarter of the season they were horrendous as well um and i think when you uh, uh, this is going to come across as really negative but for me it i'd like to think i'm more of a like a logical or a realist so when you look at it we only had really two competitions we're out in the third round of the fa cup um and then by february we only had the 
the Premier League to, to, to focus on. Um, now that we've got guaranteed an extra six games, um, the Premier League where you've got teams like Liverpool, I think Chelsea's probably going to be too much of a stretch to get into the top four next season. They'll definitely improve. Um, and then very I'm undecided on what Spurs are going to do. But then you've got the likes of Villa and Brighton who have who have sort of penetrated that top six. Again, they've got European football as well, which which may yeah. come to a detriment to them. But very similar to what Harry was saying, like when you look at it's it's a weird one because when you look at the options that you have, if you've got a fully fit squad, especially when you're bringing in sort of Sandro Tonali and potentially other players, you think, God, who's going to drop out? Who's going to play in this position? You've got loads of options, and that's what you'll need to have the four competitions. That being said, when we got one or two injuries, we were on the bare bones of our arse. So yeah. it's it's yeah. A, such a fine line and it's such a fine balancing act. Um, but that being said, to answer your question, I think if we can stay in and around the top eight in the Premier League, given that we've got an extra competition again it all depends on how how far we'll progress say if we've got not, not that i hope we do but say if we got knocked out on all of the all of the, the cups and got finished bottom of the group in the champions league that means by january yeah january you've only got the premier league to focus on which yeah. i would then expect to to really push again for maybe top five depending um, on the position that we're in though depending on the position that we're in because i think sorry i just said interrupt a little bit when you look at when the final was coming up and the like the dip in form that we had in the Premier League that could be potentially and I don't expect it to be but that could potentially be across three competitions yeah mm. like but we we could start we could I mean I, I still think we'll be brilliant next season I do but we could progress in we could do well in the Champions League like imagine if we win the first two games in the Champions League group stage I will be Doing all sorts with areas <laughs> like that—that that would be that would be filth, wouldn't it? Wow. But then that's when. But then it's how do you keep depth and you've still got yeah, that burn? You've, it's absolutely nuts. But sorry, and just interrupt, but it, it is true that like, the dip in format we had was was horrific. Um, leading up to the Carabao Cup, not yeah. horrific. Don't get me wrong, but from where we were I mean, to where yeah. we got to there was was quite worrying, and that yeah. could now happen at the start, at the very start of the season. We now know. And other teams now know what to expect from Newcastle. Mm. And that's another worrying thing, I suppose, because at the start it was like, oh, Newcastle. Like, I remember a game against Nottingham Forest. I'm really going on tangent here. I do apologise, Ian. <laughs> when a game against Nottingham Forest, I was just like, oh, like Newcastle, I'm just happy to be back in the stadium. And I was like, fucking hell. And then said that word every single weekend for about, what, 13 weeks or something like that. But um, no, yeah, it could, it could be a tough one. But go on, sorry, Ian, for boshing in there and probably talking a load of shit. No, that's fine. Um, like I say, I think <laughs> I think I would hopefully expect we to to get a couple more players in. I definitely think a left back, maybe he's an extra midfielder and a winger. I think would be a, a decent window. This is on top of obviously what we expect Tenali to to come in as well. Um, yeah. I think if we can stay in a, in and around European football, I think that's great. Obviously, dependent on who we get in your group stage um, of the Champions League. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to finish bottom. I would be, again, depend on who, who would draw. I'd be happy to, to give it a go. Maybe finish third and go into the Europa League. You've potentially got more of a chance of, of winning European Cup. Um, the only thing I disagree with, I think, in terms of the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup, I think they'll take a back seat. I don't think we'll, we'll get as far. I don't think we'll play as strong of a team in those competitions because I think we'll focus will be trying to maintain the push in the Premier League and in the Champions League. So I would expect fringe players to play in, in those competitions. And when that happened, obviously, Chef Wed knocked it out. Um, and yep. for, in fairness, the Carabao Cup, we, we pretty much played full-strength squad throughout. We had some um, four games in the Carabao Cup last yeah. season. Yeah. This is it. Yeah, we had a couple of draws. Um, the Palace went behind game. against Yeah, Palace, oh, yeah. Bournemouth. Um, but yeah, I think success for me would be in and around the, the European positions. Um hopefully getting out of the group stage would be absolutely unreal. Even to the, the first knockout round. Yeah. That's um, it, yeah. And if, if we can make a little run in the, the, the Carabao Cup or the FA Cup, brilliant. But I'd, like I say, I think they might take a back seat. I do have a question just for everyone, just quickly. This might be me just being daft and pessimistic. Now, if we don't get into a European position next season, because... Obviously, this whole thing's like, oh, they're selling the project to, to players that come in Newcastle. You've got Tenali, you've got Trippier, you've got Isaac, you've got Botman, you've got Bruno, you've got these fantastic players that have been sold this dream. Mm. If next season turns out it's too much for Newcastle, we don't get a European place, do you think players will have anything in the contract where it says they can leave? Or no. for a lower price uh, no. if they don't get think, European I, football? I think, no? I think we would be mad to include that in players' yeah. contracts. Yeah, and if any player wanted that in that contract, I don't think Eddie Howe would want them. No yeah. That's true. The project isn't next season. The project is five, ten years, which is yeah. why we're signing these youngins for for you know for what we're getting. It in. just terrifies so, us, um, to be honest. I hate. I, I love Newcastle being good, but I also hate it because I think what's going to go wrong here? It's like who's mm. going to break a leg? What's going to happen? Is the is yeah. the laser stand going to collapse in on itself? And what's going to happen? <laughs> Something is going to happen. Where you're not. I'm nervous. I haven't talked about football in ages. I've been trying to like almost blank it out of my head because I just stressed <laughs> me out so much. But now you've got me talking about it. I'm running out of breath and it's stressing <laughs> out. <laughs> the only the only thing that I do hope is that say say for example we're eighth or ninth and I don't know the first first round of the the knockout round of the European Cup. I hope people don't then think, oh well, this time last season war. Well, beating this team or were like fourth last yeah. season. I, I genuinely hope like last season was was unheard of. It was unprecedented. And we I, overachieved. I know it, yeah, massively we overachieved. We overachieved. And yeah. I just hope that people bear that in mind when the likes of Liverpool have, have already improved their squad. Uh, you'll have Chelsea try and you, you'll have all these, the, the big six, the regular big six will will probably catch us up. So I just hope people don't like lose their shit when we draw at home the Wolves or something like that. Well, yeah. last season we beat them like it's regression. It's, yeah. it's not. 
Um, I mean, we we talked about it last week. There's a good chance that we could potentially lose our first five games. Yeah. yeah. Given the run that we have, we didn't. We only lost five games last season. Like it, mm. you know, that's that's the thing to look at it. Um, I think for me, success from a transfer and a standpoint, I think we need one more kind of like big name. Mm. Well, not big name, but like big signing, like yeah. marquee signing, if you will. And then maybe two or three squad players. Um, but I'm always of the opinion of don't bring in a squad player. You bring in a player who improves your starting eleven, and then you move them down the ranks. Yeah. So who like say if we brought in um, a, a left back, Dan Byrne would move down, Matt Target would move down, um, Lewis would probably have to go, um, yeah. and I would think maybe even Target would go if we did bring in a left back because I I think it would be get rid of him to free up the wages for the new player. Um, so I'm, I'm of the opinion there. So I. Positions wise, I think we do need a left back. I think we definitely need a third striker, um, or a player who can fill in that striker role. Mm, who's maybe mm-hmm. a, a left, right winger, central uh, attacker, midfielder, um, and I think we need another centre back, um, just to share up. And I think centre back may be where that marquee signing comes, um, mm. if I'm being honest. And then the rest will be the squad players or the the lesser known players. I don't want to say like a, the worse ones. Um, yes. In terms of Champions League, for me. I just want to win one game. Like that's yeah. if we can win one game in the Champions League, that's fine. Like because some teams don't win at all, and and then they're never in it again for years. So if we can win one game, and, it, and it'll all depend on the the draw of the of the groups because we could get an absolute stinker. Um, looking at the confirmed pots now, yeah, we could get what would be classed as a, a an easier run, although. I don't know if there's such thing as an easy run when you're in pot four. If we were in pot three, then maybe you know one of the lesser teams will go through. So yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, I'd want to qualify, but then I'm thinking if we're three games into the Champions League, and I think that happens by December, mm-hmm. and we've lost all three. What you said, Ian, about the cups taking a back seat, I think that then puts the Champions League in the back seat, and mm-hmm. then I will focus on get an FA Cup or Caribou Cup yeah. because that gets us back into Europe for the next yeah. season if we do get to win that. Now, when it comes to those two Cups, I don't think we'll get to a final. I think it's very naive for anyone to think we'll get back-to-back finals in any competition. Yeah. Um, I think we'll maybe get to the quarters of the semis of one of them. I don't know which one that'll be. Um, but yeah, like I've said, it'll depend on how we're doing in the Champions League. Like I think it was Harry said, if we're two games in, we've won both of them. And we've got a good chance of qualifying for the groups. Like you said, Ian, that those two cups probably take a back seat and you play the youngins. Mm-hmm. You maybe even play the Champions League squad because you have to remember there's a Champions League squad and a Premier League squad yeah. that we're going to be having. Yes, they'll be very similar, but there will be players in the Champions League squad like the youngins who are filling that um, homegrown quarter um, who maybe aren't in the Premier League squad. Maybe you play them in the cup to give them a bit more game time so that if we do need them in the latter stages, use them. Um, league, it it has to be top six or, or above for me. Um, okay. You have to be you have to be qualifying for at least the UEFA Cup, whatever it's called these days. Um, and and you know obviously fifth will get your Champions League. Um, and I think from the owners' point of view, that's their going to be their goal as yeah. well. Is sixth or above is success. Um, I don't want to say Conference League would be a disappointment because it's still Europe, but I think from an achievement point of view, it would be quite disappointing. I'd mm. still it's like a Johnson Payne trophy. 
Well, it's it's like the Caribou Cup of Europe, isn't it? It's it's it's, 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 it's like a yeah. Is it is it, is it the Caribou Cup of Europe? So I'd say I I say you're talking like Newcastle and twenty ones in that Papa John's Trophy. That's what the Conference <laughs> League is. Yes, it's brilliant. I'm not I'm I'm not taking anything away from West Ham's win either. May I add? Like if oh, we yeah. were in that final, I'd have the exact same celebrations and things. Mm. But it is one like if we fell out of the Euro, Euro uh, Europa League into the Conference League, I feel like that's a massive drop compared. To if you fall out of the Champions League in the Europa League, it's the this yeah. not the similarities. I think, I think it's because it's, I think doing that, yes, but qualifying wise, if you're just in the league and you qualify yeah. for it, it's it's if it's we. Like what happens if we if you run up in the Champions League? Do you get Champions League next year, or do you get Europe Europa League next year, or do you get nothing confirmed? If you run her up, I have no idea. Because then you'd no, think I if you got that far in, 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 in... No, no, I'm just... It's a genuine question, though. Like, I just think, like, say if we drop out of the Champions League or we get run up in Europa League, do you get Europa League next year? Do you get Conference League next year confirmed? I think it'd just be no, interesting. I think it's entirely based on, on league position for that. I um, think we'll have to ask Tottenham fan. Yeah, what happened yeah. to them when they got beat off? Was it Liverpool? It's funny. I don't think they did get in the next season. Just before they we move on, don't. Scott. Um yeah. it's funny that you mentioned losing the first three games in the in the group stage because we're the first team to ever do that and still qualify. So yeah. it's not it's not well, all yeah, done after three games. It's not all said done after three games. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Um yeah, I think we covered all bases there. Uh, so good time to move on. Uh, Ian, time to get that grin on your face, mate, because it's time for Scranny Chatter. Okay. This week, we're talking about breakfast. The breakfast. king meal, the most important meal of the day, um, as some people would say. But a lot of people now intermittently fast and they don't even eat breakfast. So we're going to talk about our favourite cereals and we'll maybe have a little debate over cooked breakfasts versus cereals, stroke continental and maybe it's even not favorite cereal maybe it's just your favorite breakfast of all time ian we always come to you first with scranny chatter the floor is yours how do you eat your breakfast well not how do you eat it but what do you have for your breakfast my favorite topic just love food um, so i'm going to take you on a little bit of a journey um so Shaman when i boys. when i was little i used to just have like the little variety packs of cereal um, but from about the age of, I'd say, six or seven, I had a really, really milky coffee and about four bourbon biscuits. And that was literally my breakfast for until I was about 20. Um, Dear me. Oh, sorry, six years old. I'd say maybe six or seven, yeah. I don't know. And you had it was like coffee. a really, really... You'd be shaking in school. You'd be like... <laughs> really milky cup of coffee. Like, I think there was maybe like half a teaspoon of coffee. Then, like, oh, fair enough. Like it wasn't. It wasn't like in a, I was necking a lot of tables and teachers and that. Um, but yeah, so that like I'm very very sweet tooth. Um, but for me, like the ultimate, like say if I was going on holiday, yeah, I, I, I absolutely love just having like fry ups for a week. It's like ideal. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't mind saying that. So what? What would you class as a continental breakfast? Is that like the meats and cheeses? Pastries, the meats and cheeses, or pastries. I so, would say, yeah. say, yeah. So, pancakes, yeah. like, I, I do like a pan of chocolate. I do like pancakes, so I like that. But like the meats and cheeses, nah, not not for breakfast. Too early in the morning. Although, can I ask a question about pan of chocolate? Yeah. Why do we say it like that? Why isn't it pan of chocolate? 
it's not spelled any differently. <laughs> like why? Because we don't say croissant, we say croissant, right? It's that's not the way you say it. But pano chocolat is always that. Why the hell do we do that? Why do we very... put the French accent on? And yeah. do we say it that way? <laughs> we're very cultured on this show. But just just quickly before I go back to my favorite breakfast. So I had this argument with someone that used to work with us. So because we ordered a Greg's breakfast. So a pano a pano chocolat, because I'm keeping mm-hmm. it classy, is separate from a chocolate croissant. Can can Absolutely. anyone yeah. yeah, that's correct. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yes, but over over here they call it a chocolate croissant. Really? Oh. They're yeah. well. So when wrong. you say chocolate croissant, yeah. are you on about it's a croissant when they have the bit of chocolate sprinkled on top? Of the croissant. Wait, wait this is it. So for me, a pan of chocolate is a completely different, it's a different like shape. It's a different shape. It's it got a. Doesn't filling. matter about the shape. The... I could. I, yes, I could it does. Co- it absolutely doesn't. If I get one million percent, it does. A croissant. A croissant and a pan of chocolate. If I make toast, right? If I make toast and cut it in triangles, which is disgusting, by the way, if you cut your bread in triangles. If, and then if someone cuts it in rectangles, it is the same thing. It's just a different shape, and it'll taste exactly the same. A pan au chocolat and a croissant is exactly the same thing. It's not what the about same pasta? Thing, what about pasta? Pasta's the same. Twirl, spaghetti, tagliatelle, shovel up your <laughs> ass, twist, the lot. It's all the same. What about pizza? Pizza versus a calzone? It's absolutely, it's absolutely the same. Just, yeah, you can you make call a calzone. different, though. You still call so them different. have them different? Yeah, but they are the same. So a slice of a slice and a slice of bread and a bread bun are the same thing. Yes. So why absolutely. why are the salts why are the salt in two <laughs> like two separate things baguette? then? Because no, baguette is different because it's crusty on the outside. A croissant so a and a pan one? of chocolate are uh, types uh, of pastry. Part, yeah. I'll agree with that. But they, but they are, are different the products. Pastry? They're different yeah, products. They're the same pastry though. They're You're made a lot, there's a lot more butter in a pan of in a croissant. Is it? If yeah. You'll be you'll yeah. be very surprised how much butter is in a croissant. A croissant like is right, Plus, you cut open a croissant and put button, even more butter on it. You, you don't do, do that with a pan of chocolate. You do not. You, you rip it. You rip yeah. it and you put the butter on. Then you eat it. Oh, I don't do that. I'm not. I'm saying I'm not that cultured. Anyways, <laughs> fry ups. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to fight Harry because I love Harry, and it, it made us a bit sad that we disagreed there. Um, it may not be in episode 11, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, for, <laughs> so for fry ups, um, I have, because I'm, I'm fussy, I just have bacon, sausage, beans, hash browns, egg, and toast. But I'm so, so weird with eggs. So I'll not eat a fried egg white. I'll only dip the yolk and then eat the yolk. But I'll have an omelette, I'll have scrambled egg, I'll have a poached egg and eat the white. Um, what other egg things? The same thing, according to Harry. Wait, <laughs> no, 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 let's not go there. Let's not go there. Um, poached egg more snotty than a fried egg, but yeah, so like I'll, I'll eat the egg white of all of those, but I'll not eat a fried egg white, don't know why. Um, and I'm not one of these that'll if I have beans, I won't then have a sauce on because that's too like I just don't. If people have beans, they can't then put sauce on the breakfast. I agree, because... but you can't do it with egg either, though. What do you mean? You you so if you say if I was to make myself a a bacon and fried egg sandwich, right? And my egg is runny. If you have a fried egg, hard by the way, get a hold of yourself. But if <laughs> your fried egg your fried egg is runny, which is the right way, uh, you don't add any sauce to it because you have. Oh yeah, uh-huh. no, that's yeah, absolutely. 
Butter on everything, but you do not add ketchup on top of a runny egg. Yes, you do. Disgraceful behaviour. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, I don't mind it on scrambled egg, but not I agree. Not not a, because of too much liquid. Then, like the the sauce from the beans is your like your your moistness of the breakfast. You don't then have a sauce, and also brown sauce. We've already discussed this on food X or whatever. Con- Controversial food opinions. Brown sauce people just get in the bin. Like, don't don't, don't speak to us. I agree. I never used to like brown sauce. I never used to like brown sauce until I had it on a uh, bacon sandwich with bacon, and it was brilliant with bacon. I know everyone has it like because like it's like uh, what was it called on um, Talk Sport? Was it Talk Sport? The sausage sandwich game, wasn't it? Where it was like you chose either people would come on and say red sauce or brown sauce. What was that Mm. on? Danny Baker. Danny Baker. Yeah, that that was him. Um, but no, like brown sauce is decent, but it's definitely not my first choice. I only have it every now and then. Bacon grill, that's unreal. I know it's it's yeah. the worst. That's just spamming it. It's uh, essentially spam. like spam. It's uh, you get in, in like a cubed tin with that little like oh, jelly tin opener. No, no, I don't even think there's that. I don't think there's jelly around it really. No, I don't think there's any jelly now. Um, and then you just like slice it, and it is essentially spam. But it, that I used to really love bacon grill. Um, but yeah, that's that's my favorite breakfast. Oh, and if if I'm like so, if I ever stay over in a hotel and like breakfasts included, or like I'll go out for breakfast, eggs Benedict, absolutely unbelievable. A hotel buffet breakfast is a breakfast of gods. Mm. I don't care who mm. you are if it's a good one. Yeah, eggs Benedict salmon, isn't it? No, it's uh, ham. Is it, I think I think you can eggs, get eggs royale or eggs royale is salmon. Uh, salmon. I think, and then eggs bend it, you're right. Is uh, a hollandaise like, sauce, ham right. and egg on a muffin. Mm-hmm. Isn't it like bechamel, bechamel sauce on one of them or something? Yeah, that, yeah. Sure. It's... Hollandaise, isn't it? It's all hollandaise, hollandaise yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bendit, yeah. But I've definitely heard bechamel on something like maybe like, the eggs royale or something like that. Lasagna, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. Lasagna breakfast. <laughs> breakfast lasagna, that might, that might be a thing. Oh, just quickly, beans, have, yeah. have one pizza. last thing. You have cold pizza for breakfast, don't you? So why not go the other Italian way and go for your bit of your pasta? The, oh, like no. a cow, so when I used to man, I was manage, when I used to work in that naughty boys school that I was on about, we used to do <laughs> forest food. <laughs> and we used to go out and just like make a fire and cook a cowboy burrito, which is essentially just like a fry up. And then you put, put it in a wrap. So it's like beans, scrambled eggs, sausage, bacon. Um, just chuck it in a wrap. That was like a like a breakfast burrito, essentially. They're really okay. good. I'm gonna stop talking now because I'm getting really, really hungry. <laughs> I've had my mic on yeah. mute for about thirty minutes of this podcast. I've gone through two bags of nuts and three bags of crisps. I came home, came straight from here from work, and I am Hank Marvin. So once again, this is a shit topic right now for me, but I'm enjoying <laughs> it. I, can't, I, can't, I love you as all, but I can't wait for it to finish. And then I'm going to go make like everything to do with breakfast. And it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> one last, one final, one final, definitely one final, definitely <laughs> last thing for me on breakfast. So um, sausages, Richmond sausages are the worst because they're like a moose. And I, I, I'm sure I read a unintended. Fact. No. <laughs> Richmond sausages are the worst. Worst is German it. for sausage. Sorry. Oh um. right, no, uh, I, no. So that like the terrible, and I'm sure someone read a fact that they have the lowest percentage of meat product mm. in them to qualify them as meat. Um, Sophie absolutely loves them, and so does me dad. But I like a proper like 
a proper butcher, like a uh, proper butcher <laughs> sausage. That's really meaty. <laughs> like I love a, I love a proper meaty sausage. Oh god, I'm so tired and, and going a bit delirious. But yeah, Richmond sausages. What, what, no. What, what size? Sausage to go for, Ian? Do you, do you get um, a large or do you just order a medium? I mean, I, I don't really get me okay, to ones. But some of, some of the... Oh, <laughs> hi, the Cumberland sausages from Dixon's. Unreal. Right, someone move on now because I'm getting too excited and I'm a right. bit too... Harry, mate, as you're, as you're getting hu- a bit hungry, shall we say, um, <laughs> we'll let you go next to your be, breakfast. I think I might um, be, you know, I think I might be a bit hungry, to be honest. What's breakfast. your breakfast of choice, mate? Um, I slowly eat breakfast on the morning, um, mainly because I can't be asked to make anything. Um, if I had to choose between cereal and cooked, you go and cooked. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was younger, I used to have uh, tank and soldiers, which is dip the eggs and soldiers to normal people. I just called them tank and soldiers because I was like, yeah, it looks like a tank in there, soldiers. Um, <laughs> however, from literally the age of maybe 11, I'd have five, uh, sorry, four eggs. So it'll be four like dippy eggs. And I have seven slices of toast, and that would be the breakfast wow. in every day. Wow! No, no, not every day. Not every day. No, 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 oh, not I every day. I wouldn't be here, man. Um, no, I. Uh, it'd be like once, once a week. I'd probably have it, um, and it is just sensational. You, they're just like chips that you just dip into like a sauce and just eat. But I would not eat the white. Going on what Ian was saying. I just find it, found it a bit too snotty. And by the time I'd gone through seven slices of toast, the white had gone cold, and then it literally is just cold snot. Um, but in terms of continental, I'll eat anything for breakfast. I, I'll just eat food. Like I, It doesn't matter to me if it's breakfast, <laughs> lunch, tea, dinner, whatever you want to call it. I will eat anything from any one of those categories. You wake up in the morning, I've got a cold pizza, I'm having cold pizza. You wake up in the morning, whatever, just eat it all, like a pie. I had a pie the other morning for my breakfast. Cause I woke up and my dad had been at Greg's and there was like a um, like a steak bake. So I had a steak bake Did for you, breakfast. You say you woke up, what time of day was this? Uh, 10 o'clock, 10.30. It's not too bad. In the morning, okay. Right. Okay, that's yeah, okay. So that's, that's, that's that's You're bordering on Lemon brunch cheese. territory there. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely not. Not for a 21-year-old, you're not, that's still breakfast. <laughs> Um, over my fifteen or twenty-one roads, I kind of like adult, isn't it? God, I'm an adult. Fuck, had a bit of a realization on Candy Chat. I'm not happy about that. Um, but no, yeah. Uh, breakfast cereal. My go-to cereal throughout the whole of school, primary school, secondary school, was Beatles. Um, yes, Beatles, banging, just so simple. The little scientist book have... on the um, uh, yeah. on the on the box My... on it with the round yeah. Beatles glasses. Professor yes. Beatles, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they were they were fantastic, but you'd have to wait a little bit for the chocolate uh, for the milk to go chocolatey. But you mm-hmm. did not want your wheatos to go soggy. If your wheatos go yeah. soggy, that you've gone wrong somewhere. Um, what what were you talking about, Ian? Because I was going to say something. Oh, um, you were talking about the that thing in the can. What we call bacon grill. Bacon grill. Mm-hmm. This is vile, but also one of the most fantastic things I've had. Um, I got myself like a like a big bit of bread. I put it in the oven, uh, kind of buttered the hole inside. I took the bread out, like just like kind of like made like a hole in like this, like what what would you call it? Like oh, crusty like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Put it in and uh, buttered like uh, I mean a load of butter, and then all day breakfast in a can, 
from like home bargains, B and M. It is horrific, right? Honestly, the salt content is beyond like levels that can keep your heart running. Um, unbelievable. Put that in the microwave. Obviously, do not put it in the microwave while it's still in the can. Um, and then back in the middle of the bread, use the bread that I took out as a dipping for the sauce, and then ate the outside with the like the stuff that was inside, it is sensational. There's a, there's a scotch egg in there, which is weird. There's like two scotch eggs, you guess, which is very strange in an all-day breakfast in the can. Two scotch eggs, um, like like bacon patties, which are probably like Ian said about Richmond sausages. I think they're about yes. 2% pig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. exactly that. Um, but sensational. Salty is out. I went through about four pints of water while eating this, but it was <laughs> amazing. And that's only if you're not going to work or you've got at least three hours to spare because you're either going to throw up be on the toilet for ages or not be able to move but I recommend the experience <laughs> for the 10 minutes eating it I think the scotch I think the scotch egg is in there because that's the egg and they couldn't obviously put egg just egg in straight yeah. so they put a scotch egg in so that's on there um god so no one's mentioned black pudding and I hey, love a bit I of black pudding on a full English it. breakfast mate I haven't had a chance to I love it, a bit so of black pudding it. I'm not yeah, too keen on white pudding. That can maybe get in the bin a bit, but black pudding, and especially like no one knows what black pudding is over here. Like he, oh. it just doesn't exist at all. Um, I'm with Harry. Wheat Oz was probably my go-to cereal growing up. Um, I do like, and this is, as I've got older, uh, I do like um, they do mini wheat bix chocolate ones. Yeah, yes. chips and I've got a something about the big crunchy bits of chocolate in those things is just outstanding. It's again really bad for you. Um, I'll also sometimes get like a, a granola like mix with the chocolate bits in and then clusters. put some yogurt crunchy on top of that. Clusters. The mm. chocolate crunchy nut clusters. I never like that growing up, so it wasn't a thing for me. I don't um, think is it nuts? Is it nuts in the, in the crunchy nut clusters? I think it's just called crunchy nut. Yeah, yeah, you I put it nut in? <laughs> the cold uh, crunchy nut cornflakes. Yeah, but I don't know if it is nut in your crunchy nut cluster. There is nut in them. There, there, there is no, one million percent like nut in them. Is there? It's like six pound. It's like six pound. It's like six pound fifty a box now, though. Oh so my god! Jeez. I'm gonna put my mic on mute and then I'm gonna ask uh, Google. <laughs> so, my best breakfast, and and it's a it's a shame I can only get this in certain, um, well, in one place in the world, which is a real pain, but in in Minneapolis, in America, there is a place called Hell's Kitchen, and it's a brunch bar, but it then stays open late and it has live bands on. And um, they do something called a Bison Benedict, where it's like Eggs Benedict, but instead of ham, it's char-grilled flank bison steak with your eggs, and you get a big slab of hash brown, and I'm talking like... Ooh. A, like an iPad size slab of hash brown. Um, and they put tons of hot sauce on the top of it, which um, I'm all over my hot sauces. I absolutely adore hot sauce. Hot sauce on scrambled um, egg is banging, by the way. Yeah, hot sauce on sriracha. anything is banging. I put hot sauce on bolognese. Oh, class. Sriracha and bolognese. Spawn. Um, but yeah, that is. Um, that is that is the best breakfast I've, I've had. I do like pancakes, but I. Over here, they only do the thin pancakes, like what you class as like pancake day pancakes. Better. Um, I prefer better. the thick, the thick American, like American ones, ones with with bacon and maple, maple syrup. The mm. sweet and the saltiness just. Mackey's. We something. didn't even mention. We did not even mention Mackey's McDonald's breakfast. breakfasts. 
Bastard. I think I've said this before. They don't do hash browns over here on McDonald's breakfasts. That's yes, true. Which I normally buy two hash browns. Yeah, yeah. one to eat, and you put one, one inside directly. Yeah. Muffin. Perfect. Yeah. Um, they got rid of the best things on the the breakfast, though. They got rid of the wrap. Yeah. And then they got rid of the the bagel as well. That was unreal. The yeah. double sausage oh, the and bagel. Egg bagel. The sausage and pancake and like the yeah. weird yeah. long the tray that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Still get them. Such a weird like. No one ever wants it. Whenever someone does, you go. I forget they do them, and that looks that looks <laughs> all right. Um, the other thing around here, where I live, there's a lot of like delicatessens and bakeries and all that around. A lot of French ones and that. Um, there's a guy comes around every Sunday morning, about half 10 11 o'clock he'll come around in his little little cart um with a big thing on the back and he'll sell loads of baked goods and what he does ian is he does home made well made in the um the bakery uh chocolate croissants as they call it but pano chocolates chocolates whatever you want to call it <laughs> um and yeah he put like the two he puts two really thick Sticks of chocolate in there. Yeah. Again, yeah. you can really crunch down on them unless you, you we heat them up because our toaster's got one of them things on the top where oh. the prongs come up and you can sit oh, things yeah, yeah. on. So we uh, we heat them up in there. Um, tell you what is nice as well. You might not get them over there, but you can buy frozen pano chocolates over here in a little bag. It's about eight of them. You put them yeah. in the air fryer. Outstanding. Because oh, it just buy, come up like you've just buy, bought them from um, like a decent baker. You can buy them. Um, it's like a roll of like cinnamon swirl and you just chop how much you want off this roll each time oh uh, yeah i'm not a fan of cinnamon rolls that's my one mm. if i was going to pick a um a pastry that would be not even last time i just wouldn't if that's all i had left if I, was, if I was if i was at a it was at a hotel and that was on the on the breakfast buffet i wouldn't go for it like if mm. that's all i had left i would i would skip it um but i'm a bit like harry at the moment i don't normally eat a breakfast until around 11 o'clock and I normally have one of those high pro, high protein quark yogurt things because mm. um, I've normally been to the gym like two hours beforehand. So I'll, that's normally just so that's normally what I do for breakfast, which is a shame. Um, although I have been recently making um, baked oats, they're huge right over here. Yeah, oats, so like jingoers. Yeah, protein in, um, put apple sauce in because mm-hmm. uh, it keeps it moist, uh, and then I can't remember what else you put in it. Bake that, and then that gives us six slices, and that's put a bit of milk on top, bung it in the microwave, and then yeah, they're good for breakfast as well. But uh, like I said, the uh, the bison Benedict is the best thing I've, <laughs> I've ever had for breakfast. And every time I go to Minneapolis, and I go quite often because my company's head office is there. Um, I always go there for for brunch at least, well, every day if I can do uh, <laughs> if it's possible because they're open before the office opens, and, and why the hell not? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh, Daryl, mate, as someone who gets up mega early, and we all know this because you're always the first person in the group chat at 4 <laughs> o'clock in the morning, Daryl's posting oh, yeah. the pictures oh, yeah. of the sunrise. Oh, yeah. What, yeah. what do you do for breakfast? 
And is it all National Express bacon sandwiches? <laughs> it's not, thankfully. Um, so in terms of what I do at the minute is my willpower has been very good. And I've, I'm living off, in, in this current health kick that I'm on, I'm sort of living off Aldi Benefit Flakes for breakfast. And I'm, that's purely down to willpower and perseverance. Because if I, if I go with the stuff I can get at work, I'll remain the size of a house forever. So <laughs> it can't, it's, not, it's not feasible. Um, and I'll, I'll come back to that because I, I spoke myself earlier this week. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know about you guys, but when I was little, or, well, younger little, I used to go through phases of eating cereal like particular types of cereal, and then I would switch up after so long. So, mm. like, for example, we've had Wheatos there, go through a phase of eating Wheatos, uh, Cocoa Pops, uh, Crunching yeah. the Cornflakes, whatever. They just go through little phases of, like, really being into that particular cereal, and then after a while, you'll be like, I'm sick of this, and then Getting bored on. of it, yeah. Yeah, and then you just go to the next one. Um, Do you know what's an underrated cereal, in my opinion? Go on. Frosties. Frosties yeah. are underrated, because you get, at the end of it, Milk and sugar. sugar, yeah, yeah, it's outstanding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, remember that advert where the kid allegedly killed himself? They're going to be great because uh, they're going to be great. I don't know <laughs> if he did. I think that's a, a, a internet a myth, yeah. an myth. urban myth. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Daryl, you can continue. No, no, that that's fine. Um, in terms of continental style stuff, um, you know, I do like a pastry now and again. Tell you where probably the best place is for pastries at the minute. Is little over here, little pastries. If you get in, if you get into the bake section at about eight or nine o'clock in the morning, and the stuff's just coming fresh out of the oven, it's just amazing, and it's dirt cheap. I mean, I picked up three pastries for like one pound seventy odd. I mean, you know, you don't get that value anywhere else. Um, and I was at work. They're not a sponsor <laughs> of the show, by the way. They're not, and I, I, I will apologise because I mean, I'm going to start mentioning names of places here as well. Um, so they're going to get a little bit of free advertising. Lucky them. Um, think about sponsoring if you, if you, you know. I'm giving you a shout out for now, yeah. Um, if Mr. Little is listening, oh well, yeah, or Mrs. Little, um, I don't know, Little Mister. So I was at work a few weeks ago, um, and I had a few. I had a bit of time to kill, so we're at the station, and I had a little wander up Pink Lane, and went to Pink Lane Bakery and pulled out nice a couple of pastries from there. Um, there was a, a cinnamon bun. Which we know Scott doesn't like, but I'd, I'd do quite like a cinnamon bun. Can you go um, inside? It's getting a bit dry. And what do you mean? You want, you sorry, Harry. How else do you get stuff from? Oh, well, yeah, I, well, yeah. no, because I've only ever walked past it. Like, well, I've you can go inside. It's always a massive queue. It's always a massive queue. Right? Yeah. Okay. Just you can't kind of get inside. Now, COVID yeah. might have been. They yeah. had like the checkout uh, at the door. Yeah. So you had to look through the window to see what yeah. they had, and then you go into the door. You can go in now, um, and their okay. selection of pastries that are available in the window or whatever on the counter just look absolutely superb. Um, the first time I went and got one of them cinnamon things, I was loaded with cold, so I couldn't even taste it, which I was really disappointed about. So I made a point of going back again so I could experience it in all of its glory. Um, so yeah, that was that was a really nice um, pastry option as well. And I do like a pan of chocolate. Um, going back to Little again, but uh, free sponsorship for anybody again. <laughs> think about sponsoring. Um, they did a hazelnut. Uh, chocolate hazelnut-filled croissant, which was just out of this world. Um, so just Nutella in a croissant? No, just, much, no, yeah, no I mean, it's just a pan of chocolate. But it would be their own yeah. Nutella, right? The one that they get. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. a pan of chocolate, let's be honest. <laughs> oh, don't, don't, don't start again. Don't do this now, Harry, come on. Um, in terms of cooked breakfasts, um, I was at a place in Whitley Bay a few weeks ago, and one of my favourite things to have as a cooked breakfast is avocado on sourdough. 
um, with a poached egg. I love it. Bit of chili flavor. Yes, very well, the place, Tory, that. The place I went to in it is, well, It's a bit hipster, isn't it? It yeah. is a bit hipster. Lovely. It's avocado on top. It had, it had the avocado, it had the egg, and it had like a little salsa thing on top and a little bit of salad stuff. And then right. it had this seed crumb on, which had like basil and stuff and all that on. It was Ooh. really, really nice. Had that with a, a side of hash browns and a side of bacon as well, so it's not all out Get in. Well. Um, nice. when, and going back to, to, to when I'm at work um, willpower is such a huge thing at the minute so I have to really resist not to have like a full English every day I'm at work but it's, it's, it's like literally staring us in the oh, face that, is that in the lounge? is that in the lounge? no What's no right? on the train on the actual train on the oh well first class though yeah yeah um, oh right okay I was going to say because whenever I'm on one of your stupid trains I just get a soggy ham and cheese toasty I just pick it up true. and it just goes your stupid trains <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I just say on a cooked breakfast I forgot to mention this I can't stand a grilled or a, a tinned tomato tomato yeah no really get 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 I like cold tomato and I don't mind tomato Chop like bait sauce and that chopped tomatoes are fine but as soon as you heat up a tomato and it gets all mushy and horrible inside. Nah, not for me. But do you Don't stand I... on mushrooms? Oh, mushrooms, yeah. Mushrooms Covered in butter. Premier in, premier in mushrooms are the greatest. If I had to choose one thing... On top of them. I don't know what they have on. They've got some magic premier in stuff. <laughs> they are... Long story short, I lived in premier, premier in for in. six months or something. Um, because me mum decided to flood the bath and the bath fell through into the kitchen and then the house was a nightmare. All because my lizard had diarrhea. But I lived in Premier Inn for ages um, and it was fantastic. It, the, their hang mushrooms on. are beautiful. Hang on, hang on, hang yeah. on, hang on. What? Your lizard had diarrhea? No, lizard had, sorry, my lizard was constipated. So yeah. Well, that's the exact run. opposite, by the way. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> diarrhea. And that you led to uh, your bathroom being flooded. Uh, right, we'll do it very fast then because Daryl was talking about food. Um, <laughs> my lizard was constipated it needed to go to the toilet it wouldn't go when it was in this vivarium so we, my mum gave it a, uh, a bath while I was at school um, and then the, luckily the lizard was not in the bath by the way uh, it was still in the vivarium so my mum was running the bath went outside was speaking to her neighbour and said oh what are you doing today Stella and she went oh well I'm just going to go and see my sister so she just got in the car and went um, seven hours later they returned home the bath was still running uh, water down the stairs wow. bath was in the kitchen um, and then we lived in Premier Inn for uh, quite a long time, eating lots and lots of mushrooms, which was fantastic. How big was the lizard? Uh, just a bearded dragon, maybe like uh, no one can see. Probably like the size of, like... I know, why didn't you just put it in the sink? Why the fuck? Oh, no, because it's like the size of your forearm. So like from like your tips of your fingers to your elbow. Oh, small That was like the size of it. But you, no, but no, but you, but you, you only need his, you only need his arse in it. You don't need the whole. <laughs> no, no, you because you, you give it a swim. You give it a swim, so you put like a bit of its tank in there. So you put like a lump of wood in there, so it can like bask on top of a lump rubber of wood. duck, so it can play. And then it'll, like <laughs> yeah, Mr. Like Mady, yeah. Mr. Mady, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give it a shower cap as well. Get the shower head on, so he's got a water feature to play under. I don't know how we end up getting here. Mushrooms, mushrooms, <laughs> yeah. Daryl, carry on talking wow. about yes. mushrooms. mushrooms. Will get you a lot of places. I've heard. T- oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like, yeah, I like a lot of things on a cooked breakfast. I, I would have a tin tomato. I would have beans. I'd have yeah. I'd have poached eggs if I could. If I had the choice, I would definitely take poached eggs every time. It's my favorite kind of egg, poached egg. I love poached eggs. I don't. I don't get you two saying that you don't eat the white mind. I I eat the white. I eat the the white. Like I. I don't care. 
I will, just not on a fried egg. Fried eggs, the crispy, crispy fried egg. It's oh, it's the best yeah. one. Oil, like, you're just eating oil. It's fantastic. I don't know what's wrong. You're not though. You're not though. If you drain your egg properly, if you drain it properly when it's when it comes out so, of the pan, you're not eating oil. I don't want to drain Ian, it properly. I like oil. An egg McMuffin. <laughs> Love it. Would you eat white right, though? It's predominantly egg white. I don't. And it's like, fried. I don't like egg white. It's. Uh, I don't know. See, I, I, they are uh, egg McMuffin. They're not. They're, there's what? something else. Anyway, the microwave. just just even right. Oh, the so, microwave. Yeah. They put these little round discs on the. On yeah. The so Sophie's like she's got like a, a coach that like gives us sort of meal like meal plans and stuff. And there's this one. I'll see if I can forward it. It's unreal for breakfast. Double dagger just, or single dagger? Uh, well, <laughs> coach. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've lost my train. I thought bagels. So. What you do is you get because someone mentioned sriracha before. Mm. You get like a bagel thin, but I would mm-hmm. get like a, a big bagel, like the just basic oh, version of a bagel. Of a bagel. I get a regular bagel, like a flat bagel, yeah. And you crack the egg in the middle of it. You put it on a like a bacon oh, yeah. tray, and for your air fryer, put put bacon paper on it, cut it in half, crack the egg in, put a bit of mozzarella cheese over it, Ooh. cook it. Put a bit more mozzarella cheese over it, and then finish it off. Put a bit of sriracha on, unreal. Which leads us to Pablo eggs gabao. Yes, unbelievable. The best. Like I had that for me, on me the first time I ever had it actually, because me bro, my brother lives in Whitley Bay, so he gets it quite a lot. Um, and it was the morning after my thirtieth. Uh, Sophie took us for uh, Pablo eggs gabao. And honestly, it's just so it's so good, like so unbelievable. Good. I want one. That's that's like the only drawback of living they're, down they're here. Hot sauce. What hot? They must use sriracha or something. But that the yeah. hot sauce, that, that spicy mayo or something. Yeah, like it a sriracha mayo. Banging. It's unreal. Absolutely unreal. Oh, nice. Um, I was at a place in Heaton recently. Uh, well, I say recently. It was the day before the cup final. I went to a place in Heaton called the Butterfly Cabinet. That's really good. Yeah. yeah, that's old and school. Had, that yeah. I had the. They did a like a, a wrap thing. It was sort of like a breakfast burrito, and it had everything in it. It had like, your sausage, your bacon, your scrambled egg, and all that. And it was layered with hot sauce. And it was Ooh. it was sriracha mayo sauce, hot sauce. It was absolutely divine, absolutely divine. I might do. In one fact, I need to go back this weekend. One. Going off on a little tangent, I think I've ruined my tongue with hot sauce. <laughs> For anyone that follows me on Instagram, I got like Just nine bottles of hot sauce. Yeah, no. Do, do you know why I'm saying that? Is because. I got so if everyone if anyone's ever seen the show Hot Ones, mm. I got four of their own sauces that they do, uh, and the actually the last dab which is the ultra hot one, and I got a few other hot sauces. And I was going off the scales on the website, and they were like, "This one's like a medium." Ian, a brother, only ordered a medium. Um, <laughs> and there was like all these like top scale hot ones, and I was like, "Oh, I'll get these ones and get them in." And I'm 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 eating these hot sauces. I'm just like, I can't. These are, this isn't hot. Oh, so and you then have done the job on yourself, haven't you? Stacey's trying them. She's like, yeah, these are these are hot. These and I'm just like, like just pouring all this. this hot sauce on. So I'm not. I'm now getting the flavors, which is really good. Yeah, but I think but I've, not the heat. I'm not getting the heat at all. So the one thing I haven't tried is the last dab, which is using Pepper X or something, which is like ten. Uh, yeah, the last <laughs> dab. Can't, audio. Um, Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> for those listening, Ian just dabbed um, and didn't say anything. Um, <laughs> and for those 
under the age of 12, a dab is where you put your head into your elbow and your back arm. No. Um, yeah, so I'm not I'm not really tasting the heat that much, so I think I've ruined myself. Um, mm. Which, if I was famous and I could get on hot ones, I'd probably do really well, but mm. I'm not, and I won't, so there we go. Unless he listens to this, maybe he does, get, get us on, um, but it'll be a shit guest. Uh, we'll move on uh, yeah. because we've been going for an hour and a half and we've got oh. one more topic to cover. Um, and that is keeping it on a sports theme, your favorite sporting TV shows, movies, or documentaries. Uh, Harry, we'll come to you first on this one, mate. I know you haven't seen Ted Lasso yet. You're telling us to shut up. So, what else have you, uh, do you like watching? Uh, it would be criminal to not mention goal, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it would be absolutely criminal. And that, oh, and actually, some honourable mentions. I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in that movie. There's a little fact for you. Are you, um, are you, are you uh, Santiago Spunis? Uh, yes, that is me. That <laughs> is me. Did um, you say Fulham? No. Did you say Fulham? <laughs> Fulham. Uh, say it's me. Um, my dad. My dad was part of the game. Um, but anyway. Uh, no, I'm in it for like 0.2 seconds on my dad's shoulders. You can't, you don't know it's me, but I know it's making me dad's very did, painful. Um, sure. Sorry to jump in. Did you go to the ground for that weekend yeah. where they were doing? Yeah, so did I. So I'm technically in it oh, somewhere. Well, Not that you can ever tell I'm in it, but me and my mate went and we, no, we sat through two days of that. It was ridiculous. It was weird. I was with the, because uh, I knew one of the guys that um, filmed it. He was like like a local kind of film yeah. person. And uh, he invited us down and said we'd be in the movie. In the water, but for 0.2 seconds. Um, but uh, no, uh, so Goal is cringy, horrific, but it's quite a good story, really. It's not bad. And I think even if you're not a Newcastle fan, I know a lot of people that will have actually watched that movie. Cause it was probably like the only kind of football and movie that was about football rather than being about like bashing people's heads in with crowbars and stuff. <laughs> I um, need to come back in again just very quickly because I was on Twitter either yesterday or the day before. So that's Monday or Tuesday for anybody listening. And some guy has put the whole of the first goal film yes. on Twitter. Did you on see Twitter. it? I did see Twitter. it. I don't know how long that'll last, by the way. Probably by the time I get this edited, now it'll be taken <laughs> down by DMC. But yeah, it is on, it's on Twitter, yeah. It's brilliant, though. I mean, the ones after that are pointless watching because he's not in Newcastle yeah. anymore. Um, and he's not with his sexy nurse, I don't think. Um, <laughs> but in terms of documentaries and stuff... Um, the Last Dance is phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. I'm not a basketball fan. I'm a foot. I'm not a football fan, but I am a football fan. But I'm. I like pretty much all sports. I'll give them all a chance, and I can watch them without really complaining. Apart from snooker, because what is that? Um, <laughs> but in terms of um, like the Last Dance, it was just amazing the way it was done. Apart from him constantly saying, "I took their personal," um, it was brilliant. Um, now another one which was on Netflix uh, is Drive to Survive um, I'm a bit of an F1 fanatic um, which came from Drive to Survive now if you watch Drive to Survive and you think you're going to get that when you watch F1 you're not um, but it does <laughs> give you a good insight into what goes on behind the scenes which gives me a lot more respect for it because I was a bit naive about F1 because it was just nyong, nyong. No, no. <laughs> Hamilton wins. Hamilton no. wins. Hamilton no. wins. Hamilton wins. Yeah, literally that. Like Hamilton wins. Shame Hamilton wins. Hamilton when wins. We were kids, man, Harry, how are you? Where are you? Damon Hill. Oh, well, Damon Hill. Was Nigel, Nigel Mansell. His tash, glorious. Even I know. I'd lose that tash. I know his tash. 
Um, no, to be fair, Matt Schumacher a little Just bit for me, time. but I, that was when I was dead young. But it was more Lewis Hamilton uh, in his little Vodafone McLaren um, and then moving on to Mercedes. But um, at the minute, it's now just no, 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 Max Verstappen wins. So not much has changed. Um, but I do recommend watching Drive to Survive. Um, let me start from the first series as well um, because it's just brilliant. Um, but yeah, that's all I've really got on documentaries mm. because that last topic has blown my mind. And I have to go downstairs while recording this. So I do apologize to anyone that's listening. That I didn't pay full attention. And I went, I picked up two sausages that were cold mm-hmm. in the fridge. Cumberland <laughs> for anyone that has uh, any interest. I hope they were cooked. You just get two cold <laughs> raw sausages and so I get scissors <laughs> to cut the skin off and then like fight them. Yeah. Oh. Um, you mentioned in goal actually reminded me I do have some honourable mentions which I don't think anyone's going to pick up and some of you just might not even know about these so I'm going to rattle through these quickly and then we'll move on to Daryl so if we said goal uh, does anybody remember hang time? the no, basketball no. show the basketball show with the yeah, kids unbelievable yep. it was on I want to say Trouble when that was Trouble a on Nickelodeon, one of those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you got the Hurricanes. Does anyone remember yes, the Hurricanes? I remember the Hurricanes. Yes, the half football. The Hurricanes was pretty much Ted Lasso as a cartoon. Yeah. Um, awesome. Uh, a League of Their Own, um, yeah. which is okay. Now James Corden's gone. It's good. Yeah. Um, they think it's all over. Yeah. Oh yeah. Top big that. big break. And big how John Virgo's big break. Oh, how, can, how can we forget Gladiators? Oh yeah. I've just brought it's that back. Over back here. It's coming back. Technically yeah. a sport. It is. And there's also there's a documentary on Netflix about the American gladiators, which looks mm-hmm. really good because they mm. pumped them so full of steroids. Aye. Those guys were raging pretty much every single fucking day. So that looks like it's going to be good. Um, but Daryl, we'll come to you, mate. Uh, your favorite sporting TV show. And I hope I haven't said any of them in my no. honorable mentions. I think there's an honorable mention that you've missed. I think there's and two. It's... I don't know. I don't know if anybody. Do you remember the Renford Rejects? Yes, that was my pick. I absolutely loved the Renford well, Rejects. I'll, I'll absolutely leave it to you, Ian. But I just thought I'd just get that in there because it's one of them little things that I remember. And I actually have to go back to our first topic actually about something that we've been watching because it is sort of re- related to sport, I suppose. I've just been watching the new Grand Tour, Euro Crash, okay. which was very funny. Anyway, uh, so yeah. Motorsport. Mm, motorsport. Oh, is that, uh, mm, motorsport. Mm, Car reviews. Mm, I don't know if it's a sport. Well, um, I'll, I'll let you so, off because you're a guest. They do a lot of racing, don't they? They do like the racing. Yeah, they do. Like, they, how they, fast yeah. can you beat me in a tube when I'm on a bike? Yeah. Like <laughs> um, so, okay. in terms of sport and documentaries, um, as a kid who watched wrestling in the late 90s and early 2000s and sort of still does today, um, I'm very big on documentaries regarding wrestling these days. So there's a lot of yeah beyond the ring documentaries that you can get through YouTube because they're not really shown over here very often. Um, there's the Beyond the Mat documentary as well. Um, and that's the Mick Foley one, right? It's it's sort of the Mick Foley one. It covers a lot of things. It covers all three of the the, the main companies that were around at the time oh, okay. in the late '90s. It, it covers a bit of everything. And I think what I think it sort of closes. On the the Montreal screw job in '97, I remember there being footage of that in there, um, and I've got the the WWE Network, so I like to watch a lot of the documentaries on there as well. Um, their documentary side, there's some really good stuff on that. Um, a couple of shows where some of the ex wrestlers will just sit around a table and talk about things, yeah, uh, from from the olden times, and 
Um, a few of their bits and bobs where there'll be interviews with certain old wrestlers and things like that. Now, listen to podcasts about that today today as well. There's a couple of good podcasts knocking around for that. Um, is there so a show? Stuff. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Is there a show on yeah. there where they go to like old wrestlers' homes and be like, have you got any memorabilia? We need it so for this museum we're making. I've seen it advertised on yeah. Paramount Plus, I think. Yeah, it's it on. seemed yeah. very but fake. I mean, I know it's it, wrestling. Yeah. But it seemed very like, oh, please give um, it. It's, like, it's your property think, here. Have it back. I think if you're in America, you get access to it because it's on A and E, and they have a they have a little deal over in America where all that sort of stuff's shown on A and E on a Sunday or something like that. Anyway, and uh, it not all of the the more recent documentaries are available on the network, which is a shame because there's a lot of biography documentaries that I would like to watch, but you can't get them because they're exclusive to Peacock in America oh, sort okay. of thing. Yeah. Um, and like I say, I like to watch a lot of the old stuff because it's nice to sort of go back to that. And and just this week, in fact, today. Um, there's a mini documentary come out about um King of the Ring 1998, which was the infamous. Yeah, I was going to mention that, yeah. Um, that's just dropped today, where they've got uh, the Undertaker and Mick Foley rewatching the match and talking about it, and there's some really good little stories associated with that. Um, film, another film actually that's just come into my head there that I went to see in the cinema when it first came out was uh, Senna, and for somebody who didn't Senna, really have yeah. much of a, a, an interest in F1. Even F one of that like from that era, the Senna film is so good, really, really good documentary film. Um, and yeah, I mean, stuff like I just if it's a good documentary, I'll I'll stick with it like all the way through. Nice. So I'm I'm not one for documentaries too much. I, I do love the Last Dance. Uh, I thought that was that was really really good. And as someone who is a bit of a sneakerhead and collects the Jordan stuff and. Um, I've followed Michael Jordan back when you know he was playing for the Bulls way back in in those days. Um, it was really good just to see a little bit behind the scenes and and about how that worked. And I just liked the way they did the whole thing, the way that every kind of episode was a different section of almost like his life. So you know, being a rookie, then getting the Bulls, and then his dad passing, and then the the Nike thing, and then all that sort of stuff was really good. Um, I do love Ted Lasso. I know I've only just watched it and I'm probably a little bit, it's in me for brain, but um, yeah, Ted Lasso is outstanding. Uh, Roy Kent, best character of any show ever um, uh, to the point where I've started mimicking him around the house, which is not good. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, when it comes to films, um, has anyone seen The Fighter with Mark Wahlberg and uh, Christian Bale? No, Where he's a he's a yeah, no. is, is Christian Bale. Sorry, about cage fighting. No, he's is, bo- he's a boxer. So he's, I think he's just got out of prison or something. And his right. his older brother used to be a professional boxer, and he's ever got I think he's got MS or something, so he can't box anymore. And he's bit of a bit of drugs. Mark Wahlberg is like his understudy, and he's training him how to do uh, how to box, and and then yeah, a really good film, quite a brutal. Brutal fight scenes. It's like it's not like Rocky, where right. I mean, obviously another honourable mention, where you know it's all staged and that. But well, it obviously is staged, but you cannot really tell. It's it's done mm. in a good way. Um, Coach Carter is a good basketball stroke like Dangerous Mind style movie um, with uh, Samuel L. Jackson in it, um, and of course Mean Machine with Vinnie Jones. No, I'm joking. Oh. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's it's it's, it's okay, but uh, yeah, I mean, for me. It's Ted Lasso at the moment. It's probably, I would say, was the favourite. And I think it's just because it's fresh in the mind. To the point where I went on the Nike website and realised they released the official Richmond jersey three yeah. weeks ago. 
and they're all sold out and you can't get them anywhere. Like they're gone. But uh yeah, that uh, but they were I think they were like proper football shirt prices as well. They were like 90 mm-hmm. quid. Um so mm-hmm. maybe they wouldn't have got one of them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Ian, to wrap us up, you're gonna talk about your favorite show. I am Renford Rejects on Nickelodeon. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. Oh, um man. I remember like I remember I think there was only about maybe well, I only remember about three or four different series, but yeah. they used to have like looking back, they used to have like proper like actual footballers. Now remember there was one one episode. Basically, if no one remembers it, Renford rejects it's like it followed a high school like five aside team. Yeah. That um were essentially the in-betweeners, but with football. Um and there was what was he called? Was it Eddie Eddie Norton? No. The Scottish guy that ran the cafe that was obsessed with Elvis and you never seen his wife's face. But it was basically a five-a-side team that were, like, shite. And they always yeah. got beat. I used to just love it. They had a, a guy called Bruno de Grady. Who, oh, yeah. He thought he, he thought he was, like, the Italian megastar. That, but he was... There was one episode where, like, someone called him out on it and he was actually from, like, the Midlands and he was called Bar- <laughs> Barry Gray. Um, but I used to absolutely... I love you. used to love getting in from school, watching the Renfred Rejects and then Keenan Kell. Was, was was he great. the one? Um, was he the one that had the shrine to Gianfranco Zola? Yeah, he used to always wear like the Juventus <laughs> kits with Del. Uh, I'm sure it was Del Piero on the back or something like that. That was great. Um, honorable oh, mention. So for documentaries, um, I'm big on the the All or Nothing series. So I've watched a good mm-hmm. few of them. I watched the City one, Spurs, Arsenal. There's a couple of American football ones as well. Um, there's the shirt Michigan. I can't remember. I can't remember what uh, what university is or college. Sorry, what college football team it is. But that was really good. Um, if you've ever watched them, Last Dance obviously is brilliant. Um, even the you know what it is. Even the the Sunderland till I die is really yeah, good. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. I mean, yeah, it's 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 funny because of obviously what happened and and what they like the planned on on doing with it was like sort of the rebirth and then they got relegated from the championship, which was hilarious, but just like mm. the behind the scenes things, like even the, yeah. this, I remember the particular episode on transfer deadline day when yeah. like, obviously all we see is like what's on sky sports news, but like to yeah. see what actually goes on is just really, really interesting. Is that where um, he went behind the manager's back and just bought the, was it, um, uh, they went and bought, um, Will Grigg, didn't they? And the manager said, Oh, don't pay that much for him. Yeah. Went, yeah we'll pay that much for him. I, um yeah. honestly like st- like Cowboys. fly on the wall documentaries and stuff like that absolutely i thoroughly enjoy that just on the when daryl was watching the, the mention in the wrestling the undertaker the last ride yeah. quality documentary yeah. um and i've seen i've watched some of the the broken skull sessions with stone cold yeah. they're quite good um I'm trying to think of films think, isn't the last ride done by the people who did the last dance is the same director or something? I'm sure it's the same or the same production company. They use the next production yeah. company to do it, yeah. Yeah. Um mean you know what it is? I really enjoyed Mean Machine. I like the longest yard as well. Um That's the American version of it. That's the the, uh, yeah. No, with uh, yeah. American uh, football American with football, Adam Sandler, yeah. Yeah. Um Bend it like Beckham, that was really good. I it mean wasn't. it wasn't. I know, really but it was <laughs> um that's why it's not in my honourable mentions. It's not. It wasn't even worth it. But there you go. Boy, to my knowledge, was like the first film about football. So I ended up. Oh, million dollar baby, million dollar baby. Is that, bo- yeah. is that the boxing one? Boxing. Um, yeah. Remember Eastwood, the Titans. Mm. 
If I mean, yeah, I mean, us, obviously, is it Field of Glory? Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. That's really good. Um, the one with Cuba Gun Jr. in. Show me the money. Yeah, that, that one. That's I can't remember the name of it now. And then obviously Happy Gilmore, which is another good one. Yeah, Happy right. Gilmore is really good. Um, uh, Soccer AM. Soccer AM. Mm. Yeah, love Joy and Chamberlain. Yeah, of like my yeah. Saturday. It used to be on for three hours, and you used to watch Soccer Saturday. Mm-hmm. But I think it it with like social media and with like youtubers and like yeah. stuff like that it just sort of died off and it, it, it did well to try and like match how like society sort of adapted and grew but yeah it stopped being good like i'd say when after the balloon amazing. when the balloon disappeared what when, balloon? It, when the, the soccer AM balloon when it landed in the middle of the pitch where you followed the ball across like all the skylines and stuff at the start I don't remember. Oh, right, oh, yeah, the, the opening oh, right, yeah, yeah, and then it exploded yeah, with that, area. and then after that uh, it disappeared. Uh, question of sport as well, oh, yeah. and yes. Wayne Rooney Street in Wayne Rooney Street Striker. Street Striker, that was really yeah. I used to like that. I um, I didn't include question of sport because of how they treat Sue Barker recently. Oh, what, ha- what they happened? Just, they just kicked her off the show and was like, "We don't want you anymore," and they just literally replaced her with like uh, Paddy McGuinness of all people mm. to do a sport. Is, Phil, is, it, yeah. is it still Phil Tufnell versus? No. Um, they got rid of they got rid of them as well. well yeah, well, got again, yeah. Ali used to be on there as well, Ali didn't McCoy's, he? He, yeah. he was yeah. the team captain. I couldn't stand Matt Dawson though. Couldn't stand yeah. Matt Dawson, but oh, yeah, the, yeah, I couldn't stand him. Mm. Best, best one. Wait, one of the best um, sport and films. Remember the Titans, which I was yeah. surprised that it is a Disney film, but I just think it's it's absolutely great. Um, but yeah, that's my. Sport. Yeah, if you're going to go through Disney sport films, you got to remember the Mighty Ducks as well. Oh, of course, the Mighty Ducks were awesome. They're bringing, are they bringing that back? Are they bringing back a similar? It's, it's a similar like thing, a but it's not with ice hockey. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and th- let's also not yeah. forget cool runnings. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool runnings, John Candy. Oh, earth have have forgotten. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> I love the Mighty yeah. Ducks. There's, if anyone, if we've missed anything glaringly obvious, please. Jossie's Giants would miss out. I mean, I know that's for the older audience. Jossie's Giants is the one for the older audience. Even I don't remember watching it, but I know of it because it was set up here. It was filmed. It was originally filmed and set up here. Have a look on YouTube. You'll not be disappointed. Well, that seems like a good place to wrap this one up. We've been going for an hour and 45. So thank you very much if you've stuck with us this long. We didn't think anyone was listening to these, but with the new platform that we're on, we've actually got numbers. And there's oh, well. 1,700 of you lovely people listening to Wow, oh, wow. That's not just downloading, that is listening as well. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's all the episodes that Harry hasn't been in. So, maybe we'll... <laughs> you've, you've hit the peak. You've hit the peak. We're on the descent now. On the descent. And I'll tell you what, if you, if you take some of Harry's opinions, if you take, sorry, Scott, if you take some of Harry's opinions on, on food today and, and, and what a croissant and a pan of chocolate being the same thing, you'll probably lose a few. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we might get 17 next next episode in fairness, I was hungry I haven't talked about football in ages and I was just rambling I cannot wait now I'm going to go make the most almighty all day breakfast and probably just throw a chicken tea out in there as well because it's one of the freezer <laughs> nice well to, to take it back to the to the listeners, thank you all for listening to us. We didn't we we didn't start this and expect even you know this many people to even consider listening but the fact that you are the fact that a lot of people listen to the end as well, because we have that amount of information now with this new platform, really means a lot. Um, 
it turns out people like listening to us talking just absolute shit and bollocks. So there you go. Because they can't um, see our faces. It's because they can't see our faces. We've got we've got a face <laughs> for radio, as they say. We, um, we do, yes. Um, although we will be back with videos throughout the summer and obviously uh, the start of the season will also come through. We will be back in a couple of weeks with another episode of Canny Chatter. Uh, all that's left for me to do is thank Harry, Daryl and Ian for joining me in this episode. I've had a good time Thanks, yet again. Um, and thank you again for listening. Continue to listen. If you do like this, give her a five-star rating on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, whatever you listen to it on. And while you're at it, you may as well go along to the YouTube channel and subscribe to the YouTube channel as well because there's more content like this to come. But thanks, everyone. We'll see you in the next one. Ta-da. Wave and see you later. Don't wave, Ian. <laughs> Ten episodes in, I forget. It's audio only. Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.